of you wonderful people out there in podcast land. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. It's not broadcast land? Oh, that's right. Broadcast land. Welcome to another episode of White and Black Reviews. My name is Chuck. My name is Lee. My name is Will. Hi. 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 I'm Sergeant Candy. <clears throat> Today, I think we're talking about is it a 20 is it 2023 2023 2023 2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2023-2
and you just listen. Oh, to I this, did. I did a few times. Denzel Washington. Yep. 100%. Yeah. 100%. You and I were talking about that earlier. What were you saying about, you know, you thought that they like modified his voice? It, I swear to God, there are some, there are certain scenes in this movie where his voice is modified to sound less like Denzel Washington. Because there are mm. parts of the movie where his voice is really deep and he sounds just like him. And then there are other parts where the treble is clearly enhanced a little bit. And it has to be just to like, get away make from get, make it look a little different make it feel a little different because you're, you're right when you if you watch this movie with your eyes closed you would swear on everything that that Denzel Washington is in this movie and it's anything it's, alike though they sound alike but they look nothing alike. they look nothing alike it's crazy well what's funny is you have this guy doing movies like this and then you have Denzel doing movies like Equalizer 3 <laughs> true very <laughs> like, very true but, but I will – John David Washington – Or the Book I, of Eli. Mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to have a big fight. We're going to have a big fight about this. <laughs> We're going to have a big fight about this. I only said it because Lee's never seen it, and I think it's a really cool movie, and it's such an awesome concept that I, he would get a kick out of it. So, um, Yeah. Keep your keep your thoughts to yourself right now, Chuck. We can argue about that later. But I will. John David Washington for me is like the definition of nepotism right now. He's he's not ready for a solo role like this. I don't think he. I don't think he pulled it off here at all. Do, do you? I will. His acting chops are not. His acting chops are not up there enough to be the lead in anything. It was proven in Tenet. It was proven in Tenet, and it was proven here. He can't. He's not that caliber of an actor yet. He has potential. I'm not saying that he doesn't have potential. And the only reason why he's getting these roles is because of his last name. It's the only reason. The only reason why he did not get this role or his role in Tenant because of his acting ability or his resume. No, he got those roles because he's Denzel's son. That's the only reason. And it's yep. it sucks. I'm gonna say it. It's up because there I can there there's probably three or four different actors that I could name off the top of my head that would be a better fit in this role than he was. And well, Will Smith already did this role. <laughs> True. I am robot. I am robot. I am robot, yeah. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. But same it's exact just, story. No, he's he's yes. No, <coughs> he's what not. Do you mean, no, it's not the same exact story. Creator dies. He beef. He hates robots. Becomes friends with the robot. Story ends. That's Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, but the, but and and on top of that, he is part robot. Part robot. And in this, he it is, is part very iRobot. Robot. It is very iRobot. It has similarities, but I wouldn't say it's the same story. They were trying to go a very different direction with it. It's iRobot, to, to Will's point, it's iRobot mixed with The Last of Us. Okay, yeah. But I, it's it's more iRobot, though. Well, so, but anyways, uh, to his, like, 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 to his, to his ahead, acting yeah. chop go ahead. that you were bringing up, I, I think one thing that, that I, when we talked about the clunkiness of this, there's a certain point in the story where he just like, he flips like he's got this, you know, he's got this little the little girl robot that's there with him who suddenly speaks perfect English or whatever. But the, but the reality is he, he flips from like being against it to being like, you know, I love you completely. I feel like there wasn't enough. I mean, it was their conversation. He, he it was their conversation about the going. It was their conversation about going to heaven when they were on the bus. Right, I know. They were they were having a conversation about whether or not they were going to go to heaven, and they were both the same. And they were on the bus, and she kind of falls asleep in his arms, and you mm-hmm. see like him have this moment, and it wasn't earned. That's my point. It, it there was it it happened, and I understood <laughs> it, but it didn't seem like and that's it, it didn't flow. And that's where no. I robot and I robot it was earned. Okay. I, I'd have to rewatch. It's and, been a really long time. And the, the big difference is in iRobot, they were humanoid, but they weren't like they were in this movie. When she puts that hat on, mm. you can't tell. No. <clears throat> and it's just creepy. Yeah. And in iRobot, he doesn't end with, I love you. Like, <laughs> no. Eh. <laughs> eh. 
Anyways. Again, they saved the world because he loves her. Sure. Some, some, something, <laughs> things along that line happen. Yeah. Yeah, but he, but he died <coughs> and she loved him. <laughs> oh, sorry. But they, saved, <laughs> but they saved the world. Yeah, okay. Sure they did. They saved yeah. the world. I like the concept of the movie. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. I like the concept of the movie, that. especially like where we're at right now with AI and everything. I, I love mm-hmm. the concept. And um, the only issue I do has it, the only issue I do have with the with like the, the plot of the movie is. You don't I'm trying not to give I'm trying not to get into spoiler territory. There's 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 an element of the movie that should have been explained and there's never an explanation. Mm. So I'm going to say this and I, and I know I pro I've, I've been wishing for one and dones, but this would have been great for us, uh, uh, set up for a sequel where they could have done world, a good world building movie. Yeah. True. And then created an actual movie after like create the end of it after the fact. Mm. Because this was a good enough movie where they could have built a lot around the fact that first the whole aspect of AI was all over the world and now it's only in Asia and you know they're going over there to figure these things out to create this world. <clears throat> what I think happened in that flip is they're creating this world and they're having this huge journey and this huge plot line stuffed in the middle of world building. Yeah. And you're getting two different plots at the same time and it kind of throws it off. That's how it felt to me. <clears throat> yeah. Like 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 I'm getting used to this world and now it's over. It, yeah, valid. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. There's there, there there's more there's more that I want to say but I really can't right now because we're doing like the whole non-spoiler thing. But um yeah. Um, this little girl, to 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 Lee's point, she can like immediately like speak English. the The only thing that I will say about that is they they um, oh my god, they they fit they they took something from the Fifth Element, where she's sitting there and she has a little tablet and she's studying like the English language and everything, and all of a sudden she can speak. It's ripped yeah, straight it's- from Fifth Element when she's watching TV. Like that's that's yeah. what it was, but still, it happened so fast that it's like, wait a minute. What did I I miss something and you have to go back and you have to like figure figure out what it was? It was way too fast. It was that. Yeah, yeah but in in Fifth Element though, <clears throat> to to give credit to that movie is her she understood the language, but her she wasn't fluent in it. It was still big bada boom, you know. It was still chicken, good. Yeah, it was still very. Yeah childish for the remainder of the film she yeah like, she, she gets better as it goes though not fluid though no well not i fluent. mean enough to have a conversation barely yeah yeah i guess barely a conversation let's not even get into how bruce willis was just totally creeping on her the entire time and she couldn't speak speak <laughs> she could speak okay like right off the bat ectogamut you know like right <laughs> off the bat <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> Chris Tucker in that movie was just call me, call me, call me, call me, call me. I, I, I could not stand him this hair with that like front hairdo thing that. He, oh. No, it was the multiple ones that. That one was even worse. Yeah. I remember being the first time I watched that movie. I'm like, who's this lady who keeps screaming? And then I realized later on it was Chris Tucker, and I was like, you know, because I knew who he was after I saw that movie first before I saw everything else he was in. I thought he was gay in the film. I yeah. Look, he, he has that like. The rose with the rose in the yeah. middle of it. So I'm I like, it what? Is I saw the, the end of the movie before I saw the whole movie, so I was very, very confused. That and um, Gary Oldman's hairdo in the whole Zorg here, <laughs> the, the, the with the plastic thing with his hair over the side. I'm like, what is? The... And then what happens to us? Like the 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 the. It's not uh, blood. It's brown. It's, it's like, like it's a, like a like an ooze that's like draining down the front of his from forehead. Mr. Shadow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Still a fun movie though. It's it's a horrible movie, but I will <sighs> never not like it. I didn't say it was good. I said no. it was fun. <laughs> there, there's a big difference. There's a lot of bad movies that are fun. Yeah, that's true. Are we are we like thoughts? Yeah. Any, any more like opening thoughts? Anything? So no. my so 
so when I first watched this, because I when you had first brought it up, I was like, so did you like the story? And you were like, eh. You were kind of like, eh. You know, you you didn't want to like. And I was like, was it okay? You didn't. Typically, if it's a good story, you were you're like, it's a great. You would have said something, but you're kind of yeah. like, eh. So I watched. When I went into it. I was like, what? What am I getting myself into? And I was like, okay. So they did this already. A bunch of different movies. They just turned it into one. They could have put a little bit more effort into the, the, the script. I think the script was the only thing, and then not using Washington as the main character. So he would have been he would have been fine as a side character. Not as the main, like the main's best friend type deal. Something like that. Yeah. Like a John, like like a like a John uh, Leguizamo type. He's never the main. He's always like a side. You know. But, like I said, I think he has the potential to um to get there eventually. I just don't think he's there right now. Yeah, he hasn't like like the like the <coughs> relationship in this film. It's not earned. So he earned it. Not at all. Not at all. And I can't. Oh man, this so. This is one of those. This is a really difficult movie for um for me to go through like right now in the opening without getting into spoiler territory because there's a lot of other things that I want to talk about in terms of the of of the plot of this thing and it's like one really big issue that I have. That, that... well, let's do that. Let's do this. We've we've had a good what fifteen minute conversation. Yeah, fine. Now. We'll just jump right into so, it then. Everyone, if you want to get the rest of this conversation, find us on Patreon. That's Patreon.com/slash Black and White Reviews. For the remainder of the conversation and being able to view our beautiful faces um, while you do that. Aww. If you listen to the audio only on podcast, it is always free. Other than that, you can find us at patreon.com. And it's as little as $3 a month. So find us there and look us up for some goody goodies and some bonuses as well, too. Okay, so, so what part did you want to get into that's like the biggest? I think one of the I think one of the problems with this movie and one of the reasons why it falls apart is it shows like the war between the Americans and uh, South Asia that's th- still harboring AI. And the reason why this war is going on is because AI, we're, we're led to believe that AI detonated a nuclear bomb in Los Angeles, right? Right. We never get an explanation why. It never talks about why the bomb went off or who or what detonated it. When? It doesn't. The, they, they talk about it and they say that what they don't realize is that it was a malfunction in that one and it never was supposed to happen. And they don't realize that it was an accident. They thought the A.I. did it on purpose. This movie. OK, so if that happened, I missed it. But this is a quick one liner and it's that's a problem. into the. And it's that's a problem. Into it. That's a problem. Right. Okay, even if it's a one-liner and it's buried in there somewhere, fine. But it's still a problem. It should have been like, it should have been like a focal point of the film, because exactly. when you when you're when you're presenting any kind of war, you want to show both sides. Why are the Americans so angry, or, and why are they still at war with AI? Well, a bomb went off. Okay, why did the bomb go off? And if you're telling me now that it's buried somewhere in the dialogue, somewhere in the middle of this movie, that's a problem. It should have been right. like a staple of the movie, like in the in in the opening scenes where you're going through the whole thing and you have like the general doing the conference and everything else, and they're they're talking about we're at war with AI, we're not at war with the Asian people, blah blah blah. It should have been there that somebody came up and said, "Hey, you know what? This was actually a mistake." But then you wouldn't have the movie, and that that's what probably bothers me more than anything else is this whole premise of. A bomb went off. Well, why? Why? Why did the bomb go off? What? Were, what were the circumstances that led to this bomb going off? Because I refuse to believe that a rogue AI just decided randomly to like launch a nuke. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And that's how they. What they say is it was an accident. It malfunctioned and it just blew up. Sure. That was their response in the film. Sure. And I was like, one. Again, if they added five million dollars to this budget and actually made a good script, I, yeah. you know, they they this this movie had everything going for it except for the story. I agree and with this. Sto- and the story was was it was okay. Like 
if the, if the story was a little bit, if the story had, had just fixed a few things, this movie would have been fantastic. Yeah. And, like the concept was fantastic. Yeah. The whole idea was fantastic. Yeah. The special effects were amazing. Um, I mean, the whole, the whole thing, but the storyline is lackluster. You know, it doesn't Very, hold the lot. I, I agree. I agree 100%. Um, and it's a shame because I think, so the idea of what AI is in this movie, just like these humanoid things that are just outliving their lives, I think is really cool. Because I, think we're, I yeah. think we're marching towards that anyways. Like, so, Lee, go ahead. We're, we're in full spoiler, ter- spoiler territory now if you want to jump in and say something about... I already kind of spoiled something earlier. I was like, oops. Okay. <laughs> but, um, <coughs> yeah. I mean... Oopsie. Whoopsie. Um, yeah. I, uh. Okay, so you missed it. Um, I started <laughs> out with uh, I started out with one of my gripes about the movie that okay, they is. never really they never really go into detail about why a nuke went off in L.A. Like if you're yes, showing a, like if you're showing a movie where you have a war going on, you kind of want to show both sides so that you have like an understanding of what's going on and you know which side to like kind of root for. They don't do that right, in this they, movie. But- they did. They basically said that the robots sent blew up, uh, blew everything up. Why? That was the thought. Well, that's what they. That's how they made it seem. Exactly. Right? But but there is, why there is a one liner half, almost two thirds way through the movie with the guy, one of the guys in South Asia says, um, "What they don't realize is that it was an accident and he just malfunctioned." Yes, and blew which up. is later on, right? But in the beginning, they pretty much laid on very thick that it was like. The robot set it off. Right, but he but he's saying why? There's no answer as to why. Well, anybody who's ever seen the Terminator just understands like, oh, they got self aware and they wanted to blow up the humans. But they're not doing it in South Asia and it only happened once. Right. So if I, that, to, yeah, to, if that if that's, that's the case, that's what, that's you would have seen you would have seen like, you know, Asian bodies all over the place and blood in the streets and the AI is reigning supreme and they're the new old you don't see any of that. Right. Well, but that's the whole point is they did that. And then you're confused the entire time saying, but they're not like doing that. You know, that's a it was pro- like that's it, that, that was but, my but, thing. But, that's, I think that's a problem. Yeah, I'm with them. On but that. I think that's what leads to to understand like, OK, there was an issue here. But the reality was and they were kind of getting at it is um, it could have been like a group of extremists, AI robots or whatever that did it, you know, like. Just like any any type of war or anything right now, it's like you can't just sit there and blame like every single Muslim, you know, for for things that happened, you know, because the reality was it was a group of extremists that did that, you know, that that whatever. But the point is, like, it's not just everybody who's of a certain race or a certain right. But this in this case, it was an accident. They they, right, they... which we find out later on in a one liner. Uh huh. Right. But what he's saying is that needs to be more of a focal point because it's the premise of the movie right no actually it's not the premise of the movie but it should have been the movie it should have been been. but the premise of the movie is he loves her why (laughs) why because yeah why does he love her all of a sudden out of nowhere he just he they they, 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 just loves her they were together for a while they were together for a while i mean and 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 it just flips it just flips in him like out right. of that's nowhere. Point. That's my point. No, 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 no. Not, not the girl. Yeah, yeah, the, the girl. Girl. I'm talking about the whole premise of the movie is he loves his wife. His wife, Maya. Yeah. That he who... saw blow up. Yeah, but uh-huh. she's not dead. But but then there was like that modified video to make it exactly. look like he was still alive. You were there on the beach, sir. You watched the bomb come. You watched your wife get vaporized in front of your eyes. And now you're just going to believe a choppy video that, yeah, yeah, I guess if you squint, I guess it's her. Okay, let's do this. Well, it was her. At the end of the movie, under the table, that was her locked tight, hooked up to the machine. Was so she it? did survive. Yeah, was it? and then she, and then I she didn't get died that at all because he's seeing her all over the place. I thought she just like did the whole sell your likeness and like support AI thing that they have running through this movie. That's that's the end where I don't get it. That's the end. But yeah. when there he goes, he finally finds her, 
and she's linked up to the machine. Yeah, that's And her. then she dies in yeah. front of him, and he's crying yeah. because he goes to the facility and he finds her. The part I don't get is because she does sell her likeness, and they're on the big ship that blows up at the end. And on the big ship, they walk through, uh, he looks through a door, and there's dozens of her. And then the the girl takes the, the memory chip from her mom, mm. from the mom. mom. She takes it from her on the, yeah, and she puts it into the robot. And the robot comes to life and remembers him. They kiss as the whole thing is blowing up. Why? What purpose? It's not her. We already saw the actual her die twice. Yep. yep. Then they okay. bring in a robotic her to make it look like he got her back for them to both blow up together. This was Matrix 1, 2, and 3 all in the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the I heck guess is so. going on? I guess so, yeah. <clears throat> You're not wrong. I, just, I don't understand why they, like, what was the purpose of, because they made it very clear that when when they find her on the table and she's dying, because they did this whole thing of, like, getting memory, you know, plugging in the memory chip. I like get, that. I like that, that idea. Okay, Super so cool. when in the beginning in the movie where they're 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 like running and they're escaping and they're in the truck, right? Like right after the dog, <laughs> which is my favorite part, where they they throw the smoke grenade or the grenade or whatever, and the dog yeah, picks yeah. it up and brings it back <laughs> out to the robots. I thought that was hilarious. That was perfect. Like perfect. right after that, they're out there or they're on the road, and his buddy dies, and then the other general woman comes along and like uploads his consciousness to a memory stick and plugs it into the back of a robot. I think that's head i think that's really cool i think that's a really cool concept that they stumbled really wild wild west that is super wild wild completely wild wild west is it modernized well yeah that's a that's a man that's a man's head oh yeah yeah it's it's also i i shared this with chuck when we were watching it actually there's a movie called unforgettable with ray liotta and i think it's like ray liotta and linda cardellini no not linda cardellini um, the one it. from Dogma, I think. No, 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 no. Sorry, Claire Ferlani, I think. Was I don't it. remember it. Yeah, I know. It was a little forgettable. But the whole point of it mm. was, like, there was a serial killer that, you know, killed people or something. And there was a detective. And he discovered, or they discovered, somebody discovered, that if you took the spinal fluid of a victim, you could, like, impl- you could like put that in somebody else. And it would give them, like, their last memories. So you could then track down the killer. Hmm. It was really weird. I got it on VHS for like 50 cents, maybe 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I watched it. I'm just like, huh. And it's funny because it's like, it's called unforgettable. And that is all I remember about the movie. I don't wow. remember any scenes. Super I don't remember who else was in it. Um, what I don't, what I don't remember in this film is as much as the relationship wasn't earned between him and the little girl, when did the military flip on him? Like immediately. Yeah. Almost immediately. When? Yeah, it was no, it was they didn't flip. They were they were like not with him before. They were only using him to get to Nermada. That was the whole point. I he even said right off the bat, he basically gave them the middle finger right off the he bat. Was, he like, was a pawn he was a pawn, he was a pawn from the get go. Like he was exactly. just a playing that. piece from the get go. So but I think flip, it was the entire I think I think it was when uh what's her name? Allison Allison Jenny, when she came along and she did the whole you know mind swap thing with the that that's when she, that's when the flip script for her. She was like, "Okay, let's go get us a traitor," and then we're off to the races. Okay. Well, that's when it became clear. <clears throat> yeah. That she was after him. Uh, in, the, the... Yeah, but she's chasing after him the entire time. Yes, she is from the beginning. Why set this whole thing up to chase after him? You already had him there in front of you in the beginning of the movie. They're chasing after him to get to Nermada. <clears throat> yeah. The whole point is to, is to get there. They're using him the entire time. She's not. She's not after him. She's after what he's after. His that wife. Is, his wife. Yes. Exactly. Right. Who is dead? dead. Yeah. But, but she's not until the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. She's dead. <clears throat> until the middle of the movie. But he says she's dead. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. She's dead. She sold her she likeness, died. and now all of a sudden he's seeing her all over the place throughout the, the, the entirety of this movie. She's on the bus. She's on the train. She's walking down the street. There's a few times. Where he stumbles yeah, but... across her, she's she's very much. Oh, dead. I don't remember that. I must have missed that. She he, but that's where the that's where the girl gets her memory from. Is she 
plugs it into the actual mom. Yeah, I don't and, understand how that happened. <clears throat> how she got the memory from dead. dead. She wasn't dead. She, she wasn't was dead. She was on life support. She was on life support. Okay, whatever. Dead. She was dead. Because he loved her. Because he loved her. And then she came back. Unbelievable. The chip Unbelievable. wasn't working. The chip wasn't working. But then she loved him. So her conscious loved him so much that it went to this robot. And they had this last kiss as the whole ship was blowing up. And this it, ship, I'm sorry, the way this ship was set up <laughs> on the inside of it was interstellar. Was it not? Kind or, of. I mean, that, that makes sense. You're Once getting, you, what, you know, hang on. You're getting that feeling because um, Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Yeah. Hans Zimmer did the score for this movie. That's probably where that's coming from. Mm. Yeah, but the look of this, like the, like having a field in the middle of the ship. Okay, well, here's what you have to think. Very about. interstellar. The reality is when you make, when you, okay, for the past 15, maybe 20 years, have you noticed that all the aliens kind of look alike and all the monsters kind of look alike? Once something happens in sci fi, the next movie takes a page from that and oh, of keeps on doing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, since Transformers, now every time you hear something mechanical, it's like, it all sounds the same. So because they're like, that's good. That's what we're going to use for the next two decades, you know, is this type of sound or this type of image. So aliens, alien, aliens have had good. two mouths for 40, 40, 50 years now. Yeah. It's been like yep. a thing. Yeah, I, I, get, I get what you mean. Yeah. Is it two mouths or two heads? Well. And you also get a lot of like eyeless monsters, you know, true. which I mean, you've got this thing going on here in Stranger Things that we haven't seen too well, but. Yeah, it's 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 got no face. Like it has no face. Okay. Kind of like Quiet Place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly like Quiet Place. I don't know. There's just the there's, like, there's, there's some other there's some other there's some other things going on in this movie that really so the Batmobile. The Lost Batmobile. Wheel. What? Every car in this movie is oh, yeah. the Batmobile. Pretty yes, much. very much. Very that's which is funny about it because I'm watching this and I'm going, man, it really feels like Christopher Nolan's a part of this, but he's not. No, and it's not just because it's not just because of you know Washington here, but it's it, it or Ken Watanabe. It, it's there. There is something here that's going to be like, is Chris Nolan somehow a part of this? Did he produce this? Like something seems like he took some. They took a lot of pages. Probably. I wouldn't put it past uh, Gareth Edwards to take a page or two no. out of uh, Christopher Nolan's book. It, it, right. it, yeah. it has that feel, I guess. Absolutely. I guess it has that feel. I want to know when the decision was made that they were going to blow up, not only blow up Nomad, but I want to know. So the movie moves really fast. For a, two, for a two hour and 15 minute film, the movie moves really fast because one minute... You know, this little girl can only turn on TVs, and the next minute she can kick, can take complete control of an entire ship. So, okay. so there are things in the movie that move along really fast, but the movie itself so, does not move on really fast. Correct. <clears throat> Chuck Chuck fell asleep like five times. Wow. Legitimately. Legitimately. Wow. Because <laughs> it was like, well, because there are things. That's what I'm saying. Is if this was, if this was this was a movie that was trying to do world building and the plot line all at the same time. And the plot line moved on so fast that the world building was still happening. Mm -hmm. And by the time they got halfway through the world building, the plot line was over and the movie ended. But what you're trying to, what you're, it, it's like the same thing happened to me in Dune is it was like, it was so long. This could have been an hour and a half film of world building. And then they could have made the actual, and they could have started the plot line of, Hey, your wife, yada, yada, yada. He meets the girl, doesn't know, you know, they could have started with that and then gone into a more climactic, bigger movie in the second movie. I love um, that their first the interaction was to throw rocks at each other. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> the explosions in this film were pretty cool. Yeah. The action sequences in this film were pretty cool, like by yeah, and they large. Looked great. Yeah, yeah, they looked they looked amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay, the special effects were fantastic in this film. The ship looked great. the The blue light that like shifts different angles to different 
was pretty cool looking. Yeah. 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 Um, the explosions were great. The special effects, like with his arm, was how it's like magnetized to it. I don't get how that happens. Well, I mean, all of the mechanics in this look great. I mean, even just people with holes in their heads looks good. Yeah. Right? You know, like it, it honestly, they did a fantastic job, job with the visual effects. Um, I like the robots that were somewhere between um, one of Saw Guerrero's boys in Rogue One and something from <laughs> District 9. Like, it, it, that was the thing. There were what, aliens in District Nine. I know that, but like the the armor and stuff that was in there, oh, okay. and, and you know, just like I feel like. How about a boring movie? <sighs> District Nine was horrible. District Nine wasn't that bad. It, it was. It wasn't so horrible. Boring. It's just it. It. They were supposed. Were they supposed to make more of that? That, that was Peter I Jackson, so. right? Yeah. That was Jackson? I think it was Peter Jackson, wasn't it, Peter Jackson? I have no idea who it was. I just I remember, remember um, I, I don't remember being bored. I was I was I was super I think it was Peter Jackson. Huh. No, hmm. not at all. Neil Blomkamp. Ah. That mm, guy. Yeah, him. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the guy who also did Elysium, which was a horrible movie. Um, and obviously you knew that because it was the, the, the bad guy in that was the main guy in District 9. Then there's Chappie, which I thought was interesting. Did you watch Chappie? No, but I've seen Elysium. Wait a second. Wait a second. Who was the voice of Chappie? Was Elysium the one with Matt Damon? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, yep. I saw I that saw movie. The, I, saw I didn't that, mind I that movie. That, I saw it in theaters, and it was the only time I ever fell asleep in a movie theater. Wow. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, okay. the, it, the movie. I fell asleep once in the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great story. How is it? So I was like 17, 18 years old. I, out of my friends, I was one of the only ones who had my, my license in a car. Mm. So I liked this girl. And um, this is the time of like chat rooms and instant messenger. Like, it was. The, 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 there's no social media. Yeah. I'm terrified. And, uh, I'm terrified that one day somebody's going to figure out a way to get all of those old school chat logs. I'm you terrified. It you, was only you saved think on your that. own computer. You think that. I'm just terrified. It was still online, so. Exactly. Um, so there's this girl I, I knew. I liked her. ASL. And I introduced her. <laughs> I introduced her to my my friend Jeff, and like five weeks later, he's like, "Hey, can you give?" She lived in Bridgewater, Mass. He's like, "Can you can you give me a ride down here?" I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "Well, you didn't know I'm dating her," and I'm like, "Excuse me, like you know, you know that I've liked her for so long, and I introduced you as like, hey, this is my friend Jeff, and then now all of a sudden you guys are dating." Wow, I was so mad, but I was like. I know. He goes, well, she has a friend. And I was like, all right. So whatever. So I brought him down there. And we're at the mall and went to the movies. And we got to go see... I think it was either Blade... It was Blade 2. No, Blade 1. When it first came to the, th- when it first came to the theater. So we had to go see Blade. You were 17 when Blade 1... No, no. It must have been Blade 2. I was about it to had- say. I was about to say the same thing. Wait, wait a minute. What? There's no way... <laughs> There's no way. I mean, I was, there's no way. I was like nine when Blade Blade came out. Nineteen ninety eight. Nineteen ninety eight. I guess that does make sense. It was a year wow. Before. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It was. You were seventeen and ninety eight. <laughs> You're so old. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So. Shut oh. up. <laughs> no, no. Come on. It had to be Blade 2. It might have been Blade 2. Okay. How how you. long after was Blade 2? Not that long. I think Blade Trinity was, was a lot longer. It was a bigger gap. <laughs> yeah, it was. Blade Trinity it was, was one Ryan of them. Reynolds. So we're at the theaters playing, and we're talking about how I love movies, and I, you know, and this is... He's like, it's a blind date. So I'm, I meet this girl, and she's cute. And she's blind. She's blind, <laughs> you know. So we go into the movie, 
<laughs> she can't see a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Blade Blade Two came out in it came out in two thousand and two. That makes sense. So back it, to I, Chuck's blind date. So it wasn't Blade Two. <laughs> It wasn't Blade 2. It was Blade 1. Um, all I remember from the date was we had dinner. We went into the movies. I sat down. And I woke up and the movie was over. And I'm like, what happened? She's like, you fell asleep in the entire movie. And I'm like, this is horrible. Like, you must have had some pretty weird dreams. <laughs> I just felt stupid because I was like, oh, she's actually pretty cool. Like we talked for a little bit and I was like awkward. And then I fell asleep. And then what really made me mad. It's been like, I'm just that comfortable with you. We ended up dating for like six months. And my friend and the girl who I initially liked actually broke up like two weeks later. Oh. So I was like mm. so mad. But the thing I was like kind of happy because I was still dating this girl. But I was like, who? I, I, I thought like years later, I was like. What was her problem? She goes on a first date with a dude who passes out in the middle of a movie and she still says yes to him. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. I would have been like, nope. <laughs> if you talk in the, if you talk at a movie theater, I, I'll, I'll shun you for life. It's a good thing. Lee's still one of my friends. See, <laughs> <laughs> Lee talks through movies like nobody's business. Yeah. <laughs> literally can't say anything <laughs> it's relevant though it's relevant communication save no. the relevant communication for after the movie that's what that's no. what that's what the parking lot I'm living is in, for the moment. in the movie theater no 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 after the movie's done that's when i have to sit on it for a while don't talk to me afterwards we talk during <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day that's that's when Lee Not goes. Not immediately after. That's when Lee goes. Did you remember that part? No, because you were talking. <laughs> but if I was talking, then how did I remember it? I don't. I don't I'm gifted. Yeah, <laughs> Rain Man over here. Yeah, definitely, definitely happened. I know you don't remember, but it definitely happened. No, but just, uh, yeah. this movie was long, though. It was long. And it, and it felt long. It, it felt long because, as you said, it was really clunky. Like, it just, it didn't. It was two movies in one. The beginning yeah. of this movie, I thought, was awesome. Like, the way that they, like, introduced everything, introduced the concepts, introduced the AI, introduced all the robots and everything else. And when you first meet this little girl and she starts turning the TV on with her mind, I think everything is great. Now, all of a sudden, this, like, this rogue, you know, military man is, like, going nuts. Like, I thought all that build was perfect. But then they it love flipped. each other. And, and why? And then they're going to well, go because... blow up Nomad. But why? And then, because... and then, and then the people, the, 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 <laughs> the robots are after him. And then something happens and things blow up. And then they're not after him anymore. Why? What happened there? And then he dies. And then Why? he goes because... up to Nomad. Where she, she, she steers a ship. First of all, where's the defense? Where's, like, the defense mechanism to, like, shoot down a random ship that's, like, approaching big military object in the sky? Why did that, like, not happen? Why is there no contingency here? We don't know. We're just going to gloss over that entire thing. The ship is allowed to dock. Okay, it, it flies right in there like it's straight out of Star Wars. For what reason? There's no reason at all why this should be allowed to happen. Okay? Okay. You know, you brought up a real valid point that I wanted to bring up myself. Okay. So I'm playing through um, Jedi, uh, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, right? Yes. Fantastic game. Okay. Every single time I go to Zepho and there's like all these stormtroopers around, why am I able to land my ship without getting blown up? That doesn't make any sense to me. Like you just said, Star Wars. Like in Star Wars, how come these ships are able to just land on planets and nobody says anything? They cloaked themselves and and he cloaked that ship. I didn't see anything cloaked. I mean, <laughs> he cloaks the ship. Maybe computer-wise, but they don't see it land on a big <laughs> landing pad. It's cloaked half the time. And then when lands. you're getting back to the ship, there's an ATST, and you're like, why didn't it just blow up the ship? Because it's the way you transport. It's 
that yeah, exactly. Right. It doesn't make sense. You know what this, you know this movie? Do you know what this movie reminds me of? I'm sure you're gonna tell me. Pineapple Express. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> because it takes it's going in one direction first, and then it just randomly all of a sudden flips for no reason at all, yeah. and goes in a completely different direction. Yeah. So. And what you expect to happen, the complete opposite happened. I'm still, I, I, I still don't understand why this ship was allowed to dock on on Nomad without any defense, yeah. about any resistance, like at all. Right. <laughs> you just yeah, have, well, like, you just have the general on the ground screaming into a microphone, "Don't let that child on the, don't let that thing on Nomad, don't let that ship do this." Blah, and and it just does everything I mean, that. What what is happening? Do you remember. Do you remember in that really horrible season of that show that we really loved until they had this really horrible season? You got this bad guy who's like, oh, here comes the good guy. I'm going to go stop them. But then the good guy goes and kills all these clones. And then he, then the bad guy's just mad at the end of the hall like, you killed all my clones. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. <laughs> Makes no sense. They know they're coming, but they do nothing about it. All they do is get mad. When it does happen. And they know what I want like they know that it's a weapon. They know that nothing good can come out of any of this. And you have people with pins on their jackets just letting things happen. Yeah, well, I wanna know how two potheads can get into a gunfight with fully automatic weapons and explosives in a with a drug cartel and win. True. Marijuana is a heck of a drug. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's identical. Sure it is. Same, it's the same. Sure, it is. <laughs> sure it is. I think, I think, I think, you know, like six degrees to Kevin Bacon or whatever. I would just, just let's compare everything to Pineapple Express. Everything now. comes back to Pineapple Express. How come, how come this little girl can pilot a ship with her mind? Uh, dock it on to Nomad with her uh, mind. Yes, but... but she can't open the door to save his life. Uh-huh. Why? Because. Why can't she open the door? Because, because... they were 5 million dollars shy on their <laughs> on their writing for the script. <laughs> if they only put the extra 5 No, sorry, not 5 mil, 230 mil. Fine. <laughs> it would have been perfect. Like Opening the door seems like it would be like entry level telepathy. <laughs> yeah, but she's in, the, she's in the escape pod and it already took off. What are the levels? No, of telepathy? no, 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 no. I'm talking about like when they're both looking at each other through the window. They get their hands up. Oh my god, I love you. <laughs> like, why can't she just open the door? She could pilot a ship. She could turn TVs on and off. She can control machines and me mechanics and everything else. But she can't just open the door and like let him okay let's escape now like yeah why couldn't nebula open the door in guardians 3 and you know to the point where chris pratt had to had to drop the f-bomb nobody remembers guardians 3 super irrelevant okay. oh, whatever because she couldn't open the door that's because it was like old technology it was and it was like uh -huh. It's like pull up locks. <laughs> uh, you know the the locks you go you like pull it up. Oh yeah, it had like the rounded top. Whoop! Mine's got like a little nub. Does yours? Does your car really still have that? I mean, they pop up. Yeah. You have a car that still has the. Boop, boop. Yeah. Mine. I got twenty. It's twenty ten. <laughs> but it's also got like you know. Space shuttle handles. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like something that you would see in Star Wars. I, I, the, Your I car looks nothing like something you would no, see. No, just the handles. Oh, it was the just... one year. It was the one year that, that the Escapes and the Explorers, uh, it was 2010, that they had these weird handles. And the funniest thing is whenever I have somebody who's never been in my car, like I get out and, I, and you know, I will, they'll like hop in and ride with me. And then they'll sit there for like a good 30 seconds. Like, what the? How, how do you? What? What? How do I get out? <laughs> the door handle. Yeah. Right. The escape and the exploder. Press your thumb to the plate. I'm with you, though. Well, good. Why? Well, in why, spirit. Why they can't, why, why she couldn't do that. I, I don't understand. 
how his wife was still alive. I don't understand why the the chip brought the 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 the, the robot wife back to life for thirty <laughs> seconds for them to blow it up. Yeah. I don't understand. There's a lot about this. I don't under, I don't understand how his arm mechanically, magnetically attaches to his shoulder, <laughs> and then works like a regular arm. Yeah, I don't get that. Well, how did Winter Soldier? Yeah, prosthetics. Yeah, how did his work? That's the least of my problems. How much for the gun? How much for the arm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Winter Soldier, it it looked mechanical. This looked real. Well, advanced in technology. Until he put his shirt on. Right, and then it was just a regular arm. arm. It was just his arm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did the same exact thing with Will Smith in iRobot. Yeah, pretty much. And Darth Vader. And Darth Vader? <laughs> he was... <laughs> yeah, he lost a leg and an arm. Or lost his legs and... And arms. Yeah, um, yeah I... There's a lot. I don't understand. All that being that. said, all that being said, I want to get chipped. Okay. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Why? I don't know. I so just that, do. so I that someone can have your memories after I you die. I think it's going to be so cool. Like whenever the chip happens, I think it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be the first person to sign up. <laughs> That's oh a man's head. <laughs> the, yeah. the thing is though is you're not going to remember it. <laughs> okay, so we're we're going. What was it? Um, yeah, so what do you mean? I'm not going to remember. Lawnmower man, lawnmower man, and you, then transcendence. Do you think that his friend? Hold on, Lee. Do you think that his friend, when when the, when the girl chipped him, you know, with the thumb drive, and took his last twenty seconds of memory and then put it into the to the robot? Yeah. Do you think that the guy was was like? Do you think that was his conscience that was like living in the robot? conscience that kind kind of what it, it implies i mean how else would you have like it was it was wild wild west where the last memories were imprinted on the guy's retinas just done digitally no this was this was downloading like brain activity consciousness to a thumb drive and putting it in something else it was pre it was previous memories that she is just replaying then why was he screaming about his wife his wife has nothing to do with previous memories. Because that's probably what he was thinking. Oh, when he was... come on. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's just weird. That would just be weird. You can't do that. It's awesome. not going to be possible. Yes, ever. I think it will. No, it, I think it we're going to get there. Possible. I think we're going to get there. I absolutely think we're going to get there. To, to, to put a man's soul into a thumb drive. Is soul? No, we're not talking about soul. We're talking about that consciousness and memory. That's what we're talking about. I didn't Listen, say anything about a soul. So there were kind of hopes at some point that they would do that with Robert Downey Jr.'s for Iron Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, um, and have him somehow like living subconsciously, like in the Edith classes or something, like his subconscious still existing there. But they already did something like that in the MCU. With Doctor Arnim Zola, remember uh, the guy who was working with uh, Red Skull there, mm -hmm. and then they have him later on. He's like a just a head, you know, on a computer. Like, but it's like an old computer with all these like old tape drives. Yeah, it's an Apple II. Hard drive. What's that? What's <laughs> it's that? an Apple II. That's what. It's... Yeah, <laughs> but it was like a whole room just to run this dude's <laughs> consciousness. Um, and then they bring it up again later on. Um, I mean, they brought it up in What If? Remember, they ended up using him to take down. Because he was like the first AI ever. Yeah, kind of. They ended up using him to take to take down uh, Ultron. Remember, they downloaded it, put it in an arrow, and then shot it into that. And they were trying to connect to the hive mind. It was actually really cool. But yeah, so that's the other time we saw that. But I don't know this whole consciousness thing. It's 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 weird. I don't want to be chipped. I don't. I'm all set. <laughs> Will like sign me up. Sign me up. Absolutely. Well, I can get. An extra 20 seconds of life. <laughs> well, no, I would want more than 20 seconds. Come on. That's what he got in the movie. Yeah, but this is a movie. <laughs> he freaked out. And then... Eh, eh, was, it, the whole movie was 
I wouldn't watch it again. Probably not. It's not a... Yeah. Probably not. I think the most if impressive. I, I think the most impressive thing about this movie is the budget. The eighty million with the with yeah. the, the way the special effects. Work. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's the most impressive thing. I think that's the most impressive thing this movie has to offer. If for nothing else, this is proof that you can make a really good looking movie that doesn't cost three hundred million. I think that's with class B actors. Okay, if you were to pick three other actors that would have played this role well, who would you pick? I hate to say it, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I was joking about that earlier, but okay. Uh huh. I'm serious. That's one. Will Smith, of course. <sighs> and the third. I'm catching a pattern here. Dennis Rodman. Okay. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, that would have no, been different. If... <laughs> I know. Um, a third. In this film, mm-hmm. oh my god, what's his name? Um, you know what I would actually say, if done right, John Krasinski would have done really well this, at this at this role too. True. John Krasinski would have killed this, would have knocked this role out of the park. Yeah, his his level of emotional, yeah, um, yeah, I think that would have hit. Um, mm. I think it would have been a completely different film, but um, we would not know that if we didn't see A Quiet Place. I think A Quiet Place is what really did it for but him. Watching thirteen to... hours, watching thirteen hours, did it for me, and he would have been fine after thirteen mm. hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, I agree with Chuck on Michael B. Jordan. Um, I'm gonna go a different route with it. Mm-hmm. Jeff Bridges, <laughs> young Jeff Bridges, simply because of like. His character from True Grit. Mm-hmm. I think that would have fit really well here. Okay. Did you say Gene Wilder? <laughs> what? How do you it get Gene Wilder? Time. Jeff Bridges. No, no, I said, <laughs> I said Gene Wilder. You said I'm going to go a completely different route, and I said oh. Gene Wilder. <laughs> well, no, because he has to be alive. A very different route. <laughs> a very different route. Cleveland Little. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Bridges, huh? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Old, okay, a grizzled military man. Got to do something. Okay, it would it would be a different character. Very much so. But it would. It but would he be did. But he. But he pulled it. He pulled off the like the fatherly "I need to protect you" thing in True Grit so well that I think he would be able to pull something like that off in anything that he does. Mark yeah. Wahlberg. Well, no. I'm surprised. Absolutely hey, hey. not. Where's your mother? <laughs> say, hi to, say hi to your mother for me, all right? <laughs> it's a completely different movie. Bad Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> John Cena. John Cena. What? <laughs> Will Ferrell. No. Let's just go through everything. Wow. At first, I was thinking Mel Gibson. What about Mel Gibson? No, this is not a Mel Gibson movie. This is no. absolutely not. Absolutely not, not. Actually, you know what? Hold on. Hold on. Liam Neeson. Nope. No. Be very different. No. It'd be very different. No, this is not a Neeson movie at all. No, this is a, this is a, <laughs> this is a, this is a, for lack of better words, superstar actor that's not a class A actor. Superstar who, actor that's not a class A actor. What? Yes, someone who is super well known. Nicholas Cage. No, <laughs> somebody who is super well known, but they're just not. They're like okay actors, like the Martin way Freeman. Our, like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> was super was a superstar, but he was not a class A actor. I can't see Schwarzenegger doing this role. I'm I'm saying or, a person who is well known. Actually, no. What what was his role is, in Commando? Wasn't he protecting a little girl in that? Pretty much. Well, he was after his daughter. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then or, just or, start, or, and then just start the body or, count. That's all that movie was was a body count. <laughs> or jingle all the way. Oh jeez. Oh, Commando man. is that such was... a weird movie. I, I need to rewatch when that. When you really think I... about it, it's like, okay, so the bad guys kidnap your daughter, so you gear up, and it's just like body count. The whole movie <laughs> is just like, all right, one, two, ten, twenty, thirty, okay, we're let's go. Let's, it, keep... let's go back to John Wick. Think... <laughs> True. Pretty much the same thing. <laughs> no, but no, but John Wick had a story. Like j- there's okay. There's story going on in John Wick. In Commando, it's just shoot him up, bang, bang. We're counting how many people he kills. Was that the one where he's on the plane and he, like, knocks, punches the guy out? And he's like, oh, he's dead tired. <laughs> so I just want to say this. John Wick, I've actually, for it took me a while to start watching him. No, I watched the third one this past week. Okay. I haven't watched John Wick 4 yet, but I watched the third one because it came out on Netflix. So it's on Netflix now for free. Well, unless you're paying for Netflix. Mm. Um, if you're Lee, it's free. Um, <laughs> you have like 19 different streaming <laughs> networks. I'm not going to name which ones. You have my HBO Max for free. <laughs> wow. What's the look? What's the look for? Continue. Continue. So I watched John Wick 3, and the movie was great until the very end when he falls off a five-story building and bounces off um, fire escapes and finally a dumpster, falls flat on the ground, and then they wake him up. How? The same way in... um... The same way Tobey Maguire fell from the roof, and... He was Spider-Man. He had no powers. He had no powers. He was Spider-Man. Spider-Man. He Jason no Statham problem. fell from a plane in Crank and bounced off the ground. And in the sequel, he was alive. Bruce Willis <laughs> but both fell of those movies were off horrible. of a jet plane and slid between two pieces of highway. <laughs> <laughs> but he fell. I'm sorry. Yes. He like, I don't get when he, when he, when he bounced. When he bounces. <laughs> Off the pavement, <laughs> fall from plane, bounces off pavement, and there's a sequel, and he's alive. Yeah, but the reason for that one is because he's like all hyped up on whatever else he'll charge. Going it doesn't on matter. Him. I don't. It doesn't matter. There is no I'm amount sorry. of adrenaline on the planet the that will help thing- you survive falling twenty, thirty thousand feet to the ground. No. He would have splat. He would have exploded. <laughs> there would have been brains and blood everywhere. That's exactly. That's exactly how that would have ended. But no, because it's, because it's it Jason Statham. <laughs> but that's the thing too is even in this in this movie when you see when you see John Wick when you see him fall and he hits the fire escapes you see his body bend in half over the railings and then flip and then do it again and then he hits the side of the dumpster and bends in half and he bounces like it's not a pretty fall and then he and then you see him and he's talking to um morpheus after he gets his face all sliced <laughs> up and, and you see him like flick him off and he's like yeah i'm ready and he's like his face is just drenched and the way that Morpheus gets cut up in this film, there's no way he's alive. Seven well, cuts see, with that sword. You're see, especially across the face. You're done. See, this is John Wick. Yeah. So. And the only line in the entire movie that makes that po- that makes the third movie possible is when the 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 manager of the hotel, uh, what's his name, the guy that he sides. I know he is. Uh, yeah. Um, he goes. They go, I just put a $14 million hit out for me, and now it's everybody against John Wick. So now the odds have just been made even. <laughs> it's like, it's everybody versus John Wick. The movies the are ridiculous. They're crazy. They're, They're insane. insane. I love them. <laughs> yeah, it's but just that one part is just psychotic. <laughs> Well, that's why I like nobody, because he gets his butt handed to him a lot, but he keeps going. Well, so does John Wick. Yeah. He gets shot, stabbed. 
mean, yeah. the one part in John Wick three is the bat, like the main, the main guy that fights him, the the bald guy. Mm-hmm. They come into the hotel together, and they're, they're they just fought from a motorcycle chase or something, a car chase or something like that. And he gets out of the car, and the the maitre d brings him in, and he sits. <laughs> This guy is like so straight faced serious the entire time. He sits down on the couch. Whoa. Weird. He sits down on the couch and they're sitting there and John Wick sits on the corner of the couch and the guy sits like right next to John Wick. So you see so you see Neo stand up and then sit in the chair. Neo. And all of a sudden <laughs> all of a sudden the guy, he's like, So you're like John Wick and he gets this like goofy way of talking the entire time. And I'm like and then he gets at the very end, he gets stabbed, like run through, and he gets up. Of course. <laughs> he gets up and he's kneeling and he's like, So, that was a pretty good fight, huh? Yeah. Okay. I, I guess I'll see you later. No, you won't. <laughs> and then he falls over. Well, on so that dumb. note, I think so we're dumb. done. I think we're yep. done. I think we're this. done. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hooray. Yes. I'm so happy. <laughs> I can't wait to see John Wick 4. I heard it's even more insane. And Probably. Yet not as good. Probably. But. Uh, all right. You have not... to watch two or three. You haven't we... seen them yet? No. It's like just... I said, I really don't have a lot of time to just like watch a movie for fun. It's one giant nine hour movie. Yeah. I bet. Obviously, not a movie I'm going to watch with my family, so. Uh, I'd watch it with your. I'd watch it with your girls. Yeah, of course. You'd watch it with my girls. No, you. No, if I was you. <laughs> Perfect. Uh huh. Okay. It's like. <laughs> I'm calling it. Okay. Yeah. I'm I gotta tired. get some sleep. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well. Goodbye, everybody. Have See a great you. one, guys. See ya.